Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said, when the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who comes from the Father, the Advocate will testify on my behalf. You also are to testify because you have been with me from the beginning. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to the one who sent me. Yet none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send the advocate to you. And having come, the advocate will prove the world wrong about righteousness and judgment, about sin because they do not believe in me, about righteousness because I am going to the Father and you will see me no longer, about judgment because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, you will be guided into all the truth. For the Spirit will not speak out of the Spirit's own authority, but will speak whatever the Spirit hears and will declare to you the things that are to come. The Spirit will glorify me, taking what is mine and declaring it to you. All the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that the Spirit will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Mother of us all. Amen. La, 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 la. Sometimes we do that when we don't want to hear something, or we're overhearing something we're not supposed to hear. But if you think with me about noises, it can be very noisy in the city, right? If it's not traffic, it's sirens, or boomboxes and radios, or very loud people. I remember once living in the second floor of a six flat and hearing saxophones and dogs and balls above me. There was just never any quiet. And full disclosure, I'm a little bit sensitive to noise, especially when I sleep, whether that be a strange guest place where I'm staying, or perhaps a hotel room, or maybe even snoring. So I never go anywhere without my blue earplugs. <laughs> but a lot of people these days, whether it's to block out the sound or to hear the sound that we want to hear, we put in our earbuds, right? So that we can hear podcasts or the music that we want to hear. This church is multi-sensory. If it's your first Sunday, you can already tell that we want all five, all five senses to be used and our bodies to be used in wonderful ways. And sound is an important part of that. In fact, Lutherans traditionally probably love sound the most thinking of music as the way that Luther and Bach talked about proclaiming the good news, one of 
God's greatest gifts. But Lutherans also love and say that it is the word proclaimed in scripture and sermons, that gospel that sets us free that's so important. But today I want to think about the sounds of Pentecost. And some of them are pretty unexpected because Pentecost, with its red and all the things that happened, is a pretty surprising day. Let's think about that violent wind that blows through the place where the disciples are meeting. And let's just say it right now, this is going to be a participatory sermon. Kids will hopefully pay a little more attention than usual, Gavin. And we're going to start by making some sounds together. And if, if it's a little strange for you, you can call up the child within and imagine yourself at a children's sermon. So let's all this time make the sound of a violent wind. Now, in prehistoric times, they thought the gods caused weather and there would be a wind god, for example. But when the Hebrews started telling the stories of their faith, the wind was part of it. And it all was over the water at first. So there was a wind over the water at creation. There was a wind that caused the flood of Noah to stop. There was a wind that parted the waters when the Israelites walked through the Red Sea. But wind reminds us of breath. In fact, the cool thing that scholars tell us is the Hebrew, Hebrew word ruach at once means breath, wind, spirit. Let's be with our breath a moment. Like breathe deeply. Just feel that breath. Many people today turn to that breath. Maybe when they're stressed or they go to yoga or tai chi or we work with that breath when we sing. We work with that breath in the erotic life or in childbirth. And some of us who watch Call the Midwife on PBS know how important that breath is. So remember that breath is the spirit of God within you. Let's now move to those languages. In fact, turn again to that phrase that we did before. It was so good. I want to hear you one more time. Read a sentence in languages and revel in a God who loves diversity, a God who creates peoples of every culture and language. I want to hear it one more time because you did so well. Here we go. A little louder. All right, thank you. Imagine being there on Pentecost with people from all over the world. And imagine how the Spirit continues to stretch our minds. Even the royal wedding yesterday was not what we would have expected with African-American culture and the, and the presiding bishop of our own Episcopal Church as the preacher, who many say was the most inspiring, Spirit-filled part of that day. These diverse languages in Pentecost reminds us again and again to find delight in diversity. But also hearing those other languages means they heard about the unity they share in Jesus Christ. And those two go hand in hand. 
Did you catch the rattling? Could we hear the rattling again from the Ezekiel reading? We heard that. They have to get prepared for it. But we heard this reading on Easter, and here's the rattling of the bones, a very kind of shocking sound, calling the dry bones back to life. The fact that we heard it at the Easter vigil reminds us that today concludes Easter. This is still an Easter feast of the resurrection. That spirit calls us, awakens us when we are complacent, when we have boredom, lethargy, when we lack purpose, when we wonder who we are or where we're going. That spirit calls us back to life. I want to talk about a sound in an alternate reading for today that we didn't hear, but too cool not to mention. It's in Romans where Paul starts with the groans of creation, longing for liberation, for freedom, for redemption. Think about the times that you groan in traffic, for me, in lines, when things don't go our well, our way, when we're overwhelmed. It's almost as if God groans with us when there's injustice or when the world seems to be falling apart. So let's have a little fun now. Give me a groan. Oh. But right after that, St. Paul talks about size. Pastor Sevig had a wonderful e-news over this week where she talked about in chaplaincy, sometimes there are no words for prayer when someone has lost a child or a loved one. Sometimes we don't think we pray or we know how to pray or what prayer is. And this is a great reminder that our sighs are like God praying in us. I love to sigh. It feels so good. And I invite you to go through the day and just get that release of a sigh and know that's maybe like a prayer. Let's sigh. Hmm. Finally, the last sound is not in the scriptures, but it's the end of every liturgy. And it's a word, go. The assisting minister says, go in peace, serve the Lord, or share the good news. But we could just say, go, go home, get out of here, get going. <laughs> the point is, the Spirit never calls us to just stay here, but to always be on the move. Take a look at the bulletin cover that Bo chose for today. Sending out. Every Sunday, we are sent out to be the people of God in the world, to work for justice, to care for the earth, to live our faith wherever we are. So today, when the liturgy ends, we will again turn to the baptismal font to remember who we are, as God's spirit-filled people. So when you breathe or when you sigh, when we are sent at the end, when we remember that we're sent into the world or our own little corner of the world, remember this day, remember Pentecost, remember who you are, and then go.